You're listening to JM Partners Atlanta Market East Drop, a quick real estate update from Jerry Metcalf Partners, real estate agents on the ground in Atlanta, talking about what it's like, what to expect, the pros, the cons, and what to consider to align yourself and your loved ones for the best opportunities. All right, it's the Market Eavesdrop, Jerry Metcalf, JM Partners. Y'all know Jerry, Bridget, Adam, Chad. We're talking about the market has been amazing. Last week, we talked about the fact that interest rates are low. Affordability is up. How can that, and price rate, well, actually, we talked about prices are going up, but affordability is up. How does that happen? Interest rates are down. This week, we're going to talk about the fact that we just got a little surprise. Interest rates have just gone up a little bit. We're going to talk about what that means. But first, Bridget speaks most eloquently on this topic. So Bridget, share with us a little bit about what's going on with the interest rates. So um, I think it caught the mortgage industry off guard. But on Wednesday, Freddie and Fannie um, decided to raise, they put a 50, they raised the basis points, 50 points. So they increased and added 50 basis points to um, all the refis, which again, doesn't affect necessarily us in our day-to-day, but to cover that gap, because that creates a gap in what is already essentially set and in motion and will be closing after September 1st. So essentially all the 30 days up to you know late September, those deals are closing and the mortgage companies have to cover that gap. So that cost from the interest rates going up. Mm -hmm. So that, so that's why the interest rates have raised everything. Right. On, on us as well. So, but how, what are we, we're talking about interest rates have been below three. Right. I mean, (laughs) we don't want to seem insensitive everybody. Right. They're still really low. They're still really low. I mean, they're still like, Static to get just over three percent. When I was a kid, my parent the interest rate on our house was like nineteen percent. And when I bought my first house, my interest rate was like seven and a half. And I remember calling my dad, and we'll get more serious, everybody. But I remember calling my dad and saying, like, I can't remember. Like, I was like, should I like, like, should I secure or should I lock in on the interest rate now or should I wait? I mean, it's seven and a half. And my dad was like, Jerry, let me tell you something. When you grow up, you're going to tell your children, you're going to tell your grandchildren about how low your interest rates were at seven and a half. I'll tell them how high they were, but not how low. Now we've got interest rates at, again, and my, my husband and I, we have interest rates at below three. So again, that's kind of like funny, but not funny. Um, it's still pretty low. Right, so it's, it's still pretty low, but maybe to the point of what everybody's wondering is, okay, great, but like, everything's so uncertain. Like, should we be worried? Obviously we think it's okay. What does it mean? Why do they do it? Bridget, tell us a little more about why they did. So I think again, there it's only the Franny and Freddie obviously are, I guess, penalizing a little bit the refis because at the end of the day, if you had a 4%, let's say you had a 4.25% rate that you got in 2017, 2018. 
you can then refi that for less than 3%. At some point, like that's almost like, hold on, that's not supposed to work. So yes, the interest rates are really low today, but it's to slow down. Yeah. Because yeah, now like you've got, exactly the mortgage industry what is going to cost the industry at large. Account. And yeah. we have no inventory. So they're kicking out refis left and right. But I think it's just to really just, I don't want to say penalize, but maybe slow a it down bit. control. Right. Like it goes back to like we said last week, I'm going to, you know, I supply and demand. It might end up going back down a little bit. Anyway, it was a, it was a, a large, the to jump to 50 basis points was, Un, like they so, didn't expect that. So let's talk, let's go, let's go back to what everybody is probably listening to us for, or usually listening to us for is like the, you know, buying homes. Usually okay. we're representing people, not everything we're doing, but we're representing a lot of jumbo loans or people either are paying cash or getting jumbo loans. What does that mean, you know, at large for our industry? Usually I find that when interest rates go up a little bit, that was a little bit more than a little bit though. I think it was, right like a quarter of a percent like yeah but again it's still low right <laughs> we're like but we're having a hard time feeling sorry for people right now but because they they kind of jumped a little they may just settle there which is going to mean it's going to stay low but the immediate reaction i find the market tends to have a little bit we've already people are already acting with a sense of urgency and it's going to be a little bit more of a sense of urgency, which may get us some inventory, get people going on the market, because let's get this thing on the market before interest rates go up anymore. Um, and I know there is some, you know, we always quote market insights. There's been some talk from them that eventually, yes, the interest rates are going to finally, not finally, we, you know, but they're going to start going back up. Chad, did you have anything to comment on that or Adam? Um, yeah, no, I, I think just speaking to your sense of urgency as well, you know, there, um, right before we jumped on the call, um, you know, I, I briefly mentioned how there's lots of, I feel like there's lots of bidding wars right now on stuff that's been sitting on the market for a long time. And all of a sudden these offers are emerging out of nowhere. So definitely something, um, you know, to keep an eye out for, um, you know, I guess just that, that well, sense of urgency. Let's talk about too, we've had situations where, um, we get properties in the market and they are priced a little high. The market improves. I know Adam may have something to share with us about that, where, you know, we're priced a little high, but the market improves. The marketing's good. We've got the reach. We get two offers, um, you know, and then they're gone. So kind of like, Adam, you want to share a story with us about, um, Kind yeah. of some things that are going on in the market today. Yeah, I mean, some I love of the, the awkward silence there. The, no editing either, by the way, everybody, as we know. But go ahead. I mean, one. I mean, one of the things that I've recently seen on a listing of mine is how. I mean, we are priced a little high. We're getting some good offers in. What I feel is really good. Actually, they're neighborhood record-breaking offers. But since there are a lot of buyers out there, my clients sometimes would expect maybe we can get them to go even higher. And what we've seen from that is those buyers end up walking away and going to buy something else. And these buyers are actually pretty educated. They're not going to overpay for something um, like we've made seen years in the past, but. And we've said that before on our eavesdrop as well. We, yeah. We've said that before. And I, I just think it's another, another something to the sellers. Usually that first offer is probably going to be your best offer and don't expect another one to come right behind it because 
we're, we're not, I'm not. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of buzz and a lot of talk about multiple offers, which it's not untrue, but every property is different. Every property is good. It's unique buyer. And when we get these offers as sellers, as agents, whoever we are taking a good, like that's where like this business can be so emotional. How do we get objective about this, about such an emotional thing? Um, and how do we make sure we're making, helping guide clients to make the right decisions and also making sure we're understanding when we've got an offer, the buzz is out there, but when it's your personal offer, don't take those offers for granted. Um, I think, is that kind of the, anything anybody wants to add to that, Bridget? Yeah. Not well, to sound all down in the blues, everybody. The market's great, but it's just like, when it's great, seize it. Don't lose your moment. Like right. take it, but go ahead, Bridget. No, that's, I mean, honestly, that's with the interest rates, they're just going to toggle back and forth is how I see it. I don't think that given the current economy, they can shoot up to some crazy high number. I just don't think we're going to see that in the, in the near future. I mean, right. Uh, we, they can't to support the economy. They've got to stay low. Well, so I to that. your point, and that's okay. Affordability is up 10%. But to that point, like there still needs to be some urgency because greed is not going to work well in anyone's situation. Right. I mean, that's just what it is. If you, you're it tends to backfire every time. Backfire. I mean, I, I don't know if I can, I, I, don't, I don't know if I could even name how many deals that I've actually done in the last, let's call it 36 months. And I don't think I've had, many, maybe 1% that had a better second offer, unless it was like a multiple offer and they were all coming in at once. But right. I mean, at the end of the day, your first offer is gold. So don't shoot yourself in the foot. It's kind of my advice. And that, cause the buyers are going to be paying attention only so much to the, the, the just ebb and flow of the interest rates. Cause in the end, they're well, that, that's very true. And there's the buyers that we want to buy properties or the quote, I call them the willing and ready buyers. There's buyers that are out there that are bottom feeders and there's buyers that are out there that are waiting for that dream home to come that they'll pay. They'll pay what the, they feel is market value and sometimes a little bit more. And there are a lot of those buyers out there. So that's why people like your first off is your best. Like, what is that? Like some nonsense realtors say to get you to go under contract. The reason why is the ready and willing buyers are the ones that are ready and willing. And so when they come across the property, you're getting that best price because that's who makes the offers first. The bottom feeders just wait around. Mm -hmm. And of course, there's always ways to leverage the bottom feeder offers as well, but it's better to not have to. Chad, I love, Chad, like, like I can see like little, like, what do you call those? What do you call the things with the words? Like there's all kinds of thoughts running in there. He's not, I'm sure, down here share, he's not sure if he should share those out loud or not. <laughs> yeah, he's decided no, not to. <laughs> he's decided to keep it to himself. I think what I love about Chad, everybody, is you, he's always got like, where there's a will, there's a way. That's like Chad's, like, that's like Chad's, what is he, what do you call it? Your tagline? Yeah, and we're, um, I'm in the middle of a deal right now, and I apologize for seeming a little not present because I'm totally working it in my yeah, head. Yeah, he's usually not in the middle of a deal, just you know. <laughs> now I'm being sarcastic. Um, Chad likes to get creative, and in this market, there have been, we've done some creative deals as well. Um, so I think the moral of the story, everybody, is interest rates have gone up. I think that will actually put even more of a surge, especially of inventory 
on the market. People are getting more comfortable. Now interest rates are going up. Oh my gosh, let's go to the property on the market before they go up anymore. And the same for buyers. So it's going to keep the trajectory of the market going. As far as long-term goes, hey, I, I don't think I've talked to any like truly economics person that has ever has said yet, yeah, this is what's going to happen. And I feel really good about it. Have you guys? It's all, we've never seen this before. Any of this. That's good, yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Well, that was fun. We'll see y'all next week on another eavesdrop. Bar market eavesdrop. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the JM Partners Atlanta Market Eavesdrop. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with your friends who might be moving or who just want to keep up with the latest on the Atlanta residential market. You can find us anytime online at jmpartners.io. That's jmpartners.io.